It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. Who's ready to talk about love languages? This is good. This is good. All right. This series is brought to you by Zachary David Tinney. Nice. We're calling it either the Bad... The Bad Butt Book Club. Uh, or the Bad Booty Buck Book Club. I can't say that. <laughs> bad Booty Buck... No, wait. Let me try again. Here we go bad, again. Bad Booty Bubble Butt Club. I don't know what the, I don't know what the bubble is. Bubble. Or the Bad Ass <laughs> Book bad Club. Ass book. Because we can say... Oh. A-S-S, because we're such renegades. Yes. There are asses in the Bible, the Bible therefore. The ultimate bad booty book exactly. club. There you go. Book. Book. And if you're, if you're in church, you can say it's the badass book club, as in it's bad as a book. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, wow. New Zealanders say that. They say like yeah. as. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, lucky is, they say it all the time. Anyways. Okay. okay. Well, but we got to talk about this. If this is the bad booty book club, what? why did you choose the least... Bad I didn't, book oh, no. for the book club. Dude, it's February. We're talking about love languages. What else were we going to talk yeah, about? I kiss dating goodbye? I mean, what else? January. This we is. Could, we could talk for a while about that. <laughs> All no. right. What book are we talking about? Uh, the love languages, but everybody listening, is their ears are being tickled by some new voices. We need to do a quick intro That's here. Right. So, right. yeah. so we got we got G-Dog in the house, J-Dub, and... Uh, Gunner, so now, 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 my, now, now, Gunner, if you're hearing Gunner's voice right now and you're thinking, Gunner, that's got to be some hillbilly from West Texas, you're only partially yeah, right, I'm right? Really yeah. Partially right. I yeah. am a hillbilly. Yeah. But, oh, you mean the West Texas part? Yeah. No. Uh, no. no like from Detroit? De- from. From Andrews, Texas. Mm. Where, where's where's Andrews? Um, you know where Texas looks like an armpit? Like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. I know that corner. It's right there. Okay. So What's the population? Uh, when I was born, it was nine thousand, and then oil boom number one, it was fifteen thousand, and then oil boom number two, it was like seventeen thousand. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Man. Oh, oh, what? Interesting data. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, you grow up in it, and it's, it's weird because. It's this weird thing where I went to college with a bunch of people from giant-ass towns or cities, 5A schools. They have this one experience. I grew up in a town where it was small, and then it was kind of big, but it's full of, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it, oil field type of people, and that's a very Mm -hmm. nomadic type of person and certain type of family, and I was Mm -hmm. one of like, 20 kids that was born there and then graduated from there because most of the industry there is if there's jobs there's money if there's money there's people if there's no jobs there's no money there's no people okay you could have wrapped all that up by just saying depressing as hell it was very yeah. depressing but depressing as hell very, uh, right was, but i'm sure you had a sweet childhood it, it was fun. I'm, it I'm was, just glad it wasn't my childhood. I'm, I'm thankful for it. It was football and cigarettes on Friday nights. And there you that's go. That's pretty wow. much what it was. Yeah, um, there's probably so more glad. than that going on, but we don't. that's a different podcast. Yeah. It's, I said I would never go back to West we're, Texas. We're, we're, we're glad you're here. Congrats. Really intrusive yeah. questions. <laughs> okay. What's 
so. No, I, that that would make a good podcast. Yeah. But congratulations, yeah. you just got married. I so yeah, way so to go! You're a pro yeah. on all of this. I am. I know everything. Fluent in all five love, love languages. languages. I speak them all with my right. body every day. Okay, wow. good. We're gonna come back and quiz you to see if you know, uh, you know, your wife's love languages here in a sec. All right. I have another qualm though. What? <laughs> love languages is all about relationship. All of our target, all single. Yeah. This is a bunch of single well, they, dudes listening yeah, to this right you, now. Yeah, but you need this. Yeah, you you know, need okay, this. Okay. If you want to be booed up, if you yeah. want to be married, <laughs> yeah. pay attention. This is We're going to yeah. drop some knowledge on you, some gems. Here's where we already messed up. Four dudes and only one lady talking about love languages. Thank you, I'm glad somebody Thank you Jessica, for being here. <laughs> Jessica Watson in the house. So <laughs> tell us about yourself. Mm, man, what do you want to know? Uh, there's a lot to me. Uh-oh. Um... Well, we do an uh, episode, we can say that was a very four thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. shut up. I'm an Enneagram <laughs> type four, and there I like to go. talk about myself. There do you, you really? You want me to write a poem about it? Oh, wow. <laughs> I can. Okay. I'll make oh. you cry. All right. Do you know your love language right off the bat? Do you know what it is? Words of affirmation. I am so glad you are here. <laughs> you, you bring so much to this podcast. Your love language Actually, it's is physical the touch. Oh, uh, Gunner, that's on you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Punt. Way to keep it G-rated. Do you feel <laughs> Punt. No, it kind of hurt me. Oh, sorry. Wait, was that really? Was it like the baby's <laughs> noggin up there? Is it soft? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. sorry. Speaking of baby, I've got one of those, too. What's her love language? Uh, just... <laughs> womp, womp, womp. womp. <laughs> <laughs> Milk. Yes, uh, yeah. leche. Gotcha. Um, that's her love language. Okay, <laughs> sweet. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So you've been in Austin. How long? From where? Well, grew up in Bernie in the Hill Country. Yeah. Lived what? in good old West Texas for oh seven years. Good Lord. Did a short stint in Dallas, nine months, and that place chewed us up and spit us out. We couldn't get out quick enough, and now we're in Austin and loving it. Oh, man. Finally found our home. So both these guys, this is the first time they're seeing, like, paved roads and traffic <laughs> lights and all. This is crazy. So. What are these things? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah. So anything you say goes on the interwebs all around the, the world, the and it, it, yeah, and it's and it's there permanently. Okay. So that's how the internet works these days. So I'm glad you guys are here. And then, Graylin, tell tell us, yeah, jump, drop your wisdom on us. Oh um, well, um, a little bit about me. I, mm-hmm. I can start there. Um, I'm actually not from Austin. I work in Austin, but mm-hmm. I live in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm excited about this particular podcast because, you know, we used to do this series back in the youth group days called Hot and Heavy. And every February. Hot and yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So hot and heavy. Do you ever do the don't make purple thing? No, oh, we didn't do the we did, we stay did the vertical. Egg. Oh, stay vertical. We did the yeah, eggs. Yeah, yeah. Like we you would mix two eggs vertical. together yeah. and, like, scramble it up and talk yeah. about how you never get it back once you mix it up. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm just a uh, yeah person who loves to kind of provide some clarity and some perspective when it comes to love sex dating and so i'm, I'm grateful for yeah this opportunity i'm glad it's gonna be fun with the fun. way so having worked in ministry before this isn't my podcast but i'm <laughs> no no go ahead yeah, go ahead interview graylin for me well, going into that yeah yeah would the way you would communicate something like love languages or yeah. even sex sexual desire dating physical desire physicality yeah has that evolved or changed from a hot and heavy talk in a youth room to what you would maybe say to a high schooler that you have a relationship with? It, it definitely now. has now because um, I was in student ministry 10 years ago. And although there was like tons of access, 
you know, phones, but now social media has taken on a different complexity and levels and there's exposure. So man, we would have to, now we would have to cover all kinds of things like, uh, I don't know what's that for my eyes only on Snapchat. Like these are things I was exposed to as in education, but in ministry, it's completely different now. Before it was just like be like abstinence, you know. Now it's just like don't sext or post your business on social media because it's there forever. And like that conversation starts so much earlier now than it would have when we were doing youth ministry. So that's a fantastic question. So and the answer is yes, without a doubt. Well, and that's I mean same question for you having worked in ministry. To, to a young female, how does that conversation go in the church versus maybe not outside the church, but has that conversation changed for you? I think I've just realized it's a little bit more complex yeah. than I thought it was in the beginning mm-hmm. and uh, really focus more. I mean, I think about it. I have an eight-month-old daughter, right? Yeah. She's still mm-hmm. a baby. She's not thinking about any of that stuff. But, like, what do I need to instill in her right now as mm-hmm. far as just value, identity, worth? Mm-hmm. Um, I think of I mean, silly stuff. Like, I don't want her to be just like me, but, like, I don't feel like I need to post certain, like, provocative mm-hmm. pictures. I'm going to post a picture of me dressed like an idiot because, like, that's more more of who I am and, like, I don't want, I don't need that kind of other attention. Um, so just thinking mm-hmm. through, like, what are, what are relationships? Like, what um, what is sexuality? What is confidence? What is your identity? And really beginning those things really young mm-hmm. versus waiting until they're 18 years old. Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, what do I do? Wow. <laughs> Playing catch up. That's good. We got deep quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, look, look, let's set up this book okay. and these love languages. Because if you have not heard about the love languages, you need to know the love languages, especially with Valentine's Day coming right around the corner you got to know how to express love to those that you care the most about because it may not be in the way you think so so dr gary chapman wrote a brilliant book i don't know how many decades ago about love languages talking about human beings we all have five core love languages that we typically express and um we have favorites we have go-to ones we're all capable of all five love languages but there are certain ones we like to receive Mm -hmm. and we we typically show love and the way we like to receive it mm-hmm. is uh, the premise of the book. So I'm going to go through real quick and set up the five love languages so we have um, you know, some sort of bearing on what we're going to talk about here. First one is words of affirmation. Gary defines it as using words to build up the other person. Things like, thank you for taking out the garbage. Not, it's about time you took out the garbage. Did y'all hear the difference there? I, I Okay. Yeah. Run it back. Yeah. 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 So um, that so that's you're building somebody up with your words, words of affirmation, encouragement, all that kind of stuff. That's a that's a love language. Second one, gifts. Gifts say that you're thinking about someone, right? It's it's an intentional way to show I was thinking about you, not like I don't know. You can give gifts, but they be meaningless right we're just coming off christmas season so we know what that is right yeah. mm-hmm. like that's that that's scooping your hand that's going to uh what is it bath and body works yeah. and buying the three for five for First deal you see. Yeah. dropping it in a bag and putting someone's name on it and there it is yeah. like, like thanks aunt joan merry christmas <laughs> yeah like there's yeah. also the bag of shit option oh <laughs> yes tell us about that how did that go over yeah. oh yeah. it went over great i so we all worked together we had a secret santa and we had to fill out a survey because Whitney on our team is awesome and made sure that if you're going to have a Secret Santa, maybe know some stuff about yeah. person you're going to give. And my entire survey was basically saying my least lowest score for love languages is gifts. Don't mm-hmm. 
don't give me things, give me time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of what I was saying, I guess, in those answers. And Joe was yeah, yeah. my secret Santa. And if we do the secret Santa and he pulls out this bag and it says sack of shit. And I immediately knew this man loves me. He's my secret Santa. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I and what I did is I literally emptied my junk drawer into that bag with one. There was one. And I loved all of that. Did you? It was, it was humorous. Yeah. It was fun. It kind of showed yeah. our relationship in a yeah. way. Yeah. I, yeah. Treat me like a junk drawer. And but I, I but keep tell the audience what the real gift but was the real there. Gift was a gift card to Alamo Draft House to see a movie with you specifically, mm-hmm. because if I'm, I mean, we're going way ahead. I was just pointing out that's a really funny gift, but there yep. was meaning to that gift mm-hmm. to me as a quality time person. Right. Yep. Because you got me something that said I want to spend time with you. Yep. And so it's it's a gift, but you're still speaking a different language than gift giving. Right, right, absolutely, hundred percent. It would have been easier for me to just give you a gift, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but to be intentional about doing it in a way that is uncomfortable for me but comfortable for you, really expresses more of this idea of love languages. So let's go to the third one: acts of service. Doing something for your spouse or someone, whoever that it just says it on the paper. I'm just reading it. Doing something for your spouse that you know they would like. So it could be cooking a meal, washing dish, dishes, vacuuming, you know, serving someone in some way, shape, or form. That's an act of service. Um, fourth one: quality time. Uh, so giving your s- spouse or loved one undivided attention, taking a walk together, sitting on the couch with the TV off. Uh, talking, listening, like intentional time together, connecting as humans. And then fifth, physical touch. Holding hands, hugging, kissing, not going any further than that unless you're married. You know, that kind of patting on the back. There you go. There you go. There it is. There's, There's your five love languages, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So that in mind, um, anybody, uh, what's your love languages? Top two. Go, Graylin. Words of affirmation, physical touch. And it's like who depends on who it is, but those are usually. Okay. You don't want Joe to touch you? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're a hugger, though. I am a hugger. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's. Yes. Okay. It's All right. Close. So, as a man, if you're a hugger, it's yeah. probably safe to say that physical touch is near the top it, or it, one it of the, is. at least the top, one of the top two. For sure. Love languages, right? For sure. What are yours, Zach? I love to be affirmed through uh, the gift of quality physical touch. No, you can't have. You, how long? I'm fluent, I'm fluent in all five. You can't have all. Um, love language fluid. Yeah. <laughs> even when you're yeah. weak. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Quality time. Definitely quality time. Quality time. Yeah. yeah. Where there's like one that's really high, which is quality time, and then there's some for me that are just like really, really low. Like mm-hmm. what's really low? Words of affirmation, not even on my radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh, thanks. Okay. I just yeah. Okay. That's life experience. So yeah. yes. And for those of you who are not married, um, one of the things God does just to laugh at us is he pairs us with people with the opposite love languages. <laughs> so it just makes it's just like a constant Seinfeld episode in heaven, right? The angels just got popcorn watching this go <laughs> look look at what God did with these two. That's how it works. Okay, um, Gunner. Yeah, my top two are quality time and words of affirmation. What are Jenny's? Jenny's are not those two. Pop quiz. Yep. <laughs> um, Jenny's yep. are acts of service, 
and um, Gifts, because those two are a little, not synonymous, but they kind of pair together pretty well. Mm-hmm. And the fun, that, that's a funny way to say that, but that just made me think that does kind of point to like our need for each other in mm-hmm. a way. And mm-hmm. I'm newly married, so everything is just big in my eyes right now. Yes. But I, yep. hope, I really hope that never changes, pray it never changes. But there is this cool thing in that that I've learned with Jenny through love language mm-hmm. or through the Enneagram and really talking about mm-hmm. when I approach the love languages to start. And I think a lot of young people do this. It's kind of what can I learn about myself to then throw on somebody else mm-hmm. to like say, this is how you should be loving me. Right. Right. And it's, it's so opposite. It's, yeah. I mean, if mm-hmm. he does kind of humorously put us with people who display love completely differently mm-hmm. or receive love completely differently, but therein lies the opportunity to die to self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because do I, I love Jenny more than enough to think, here's how I would naturally default to love you, but here's how you would receive it. Mm-hmm. And I would rather give it an honest shot to do it the way you would receive it than mm-hmm. just operate on autopilot sure. the whole yep. time. Yeah. Yep. So if you're young, it's not about you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's about the other. I mean, that's big. When you were asking about relationships in like middle school, high school, and then asking about relationships now, that's like the big mindset shift. It was all about me. What can I get from a relationship? I love this because it challenges me. It's like, what can I give to the relationship? Mm -hmm. And that's when you really Mm -hmm. experience what love actually is. Mm -hmm. It's not just something like, it's not something easy. Mm -hmm. It is a choice. It's something you can fight for. And it's something you can start to practice. Mm -hmm. Sure. So. All right, Jess. So number one, words of affirmation. Number two, quality time. Mm Yeah. Not my husband's at all. Yeah, yeah. He love he does not understand quality time. He's like, Why like let's just watch a movie together? And I'm like, No, yeah. you're not looking in my eyes and having yeah. a conversation with me. <laughs> um he doesn't understand why I wanna like go on walks together. He's mm-hmm. like, I hate exercise. Why would I do that? And I'm like, <laughs> It's not about sweating, like it's just about it's like about you. Be with me. Yeah. Let's get away from the house and yeah. he's just like, Okay, that's stupid, but I'll do it because I love you. For so. sure. Mm. Who's whose words of affirmation mean the most to you you you're bringing this up because we talked because we did well gunner and i talked about this last week that like oftentimes the people who are closest to you are the ones speaking affirmation into you but it's the people who you don't really know on the periphery that you care about more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not that i mean that's that's backwards thinking but oftentimes that's true sure yeah. but it's like, so did did y'all decide, like is that good is that bad i think it's definitely true i think it's true i I don't know which boat I'm in. I I want it to not be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to find like the good that's in that, even yeah. though because like in my marriage right now, she is a little more prone to like be receptive to words of affirmation from someone who's not me. Yeah, and sitting in that tension of like jealousy and of I really want to say the exact same thing and it be received the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like in that moment I'm making it about myself and not about the fact that she simply received affirmation that she believes and whether it's a truth I've spoken yeah. or not. I don't want to get too off topic, but sure. I think for Kyle, <laughs> it's definitely when I don't believe the words he affirms into me, it's frustrating to him, not because I'm not hearing him, but because like he wants me to walk in that affirmation. Mm. Exactly. So he's like, this is annoying because like someone else is going to tell you how great you are and you'll listen to them exactly when right. I do it like I believe in your greatness so why don't yeah just listen yeah. to it and it's, it's the exact same dynamic for yeah. us and it, th- there are those moments of frustration because it is 
I know that someone else is going to say this to you and you're going to believe it and I want to lay it I want so badly to not get frustrated in that moment yeah um, but I think that's like it's not just a um, you're not being selfish at all or anything I think it's it's building the relationship like now how do we live together and how do we interact how do we you know have a relationship and it's like this is something that means something to me when I say this to you it's not you know, empty. It, it has weight and meaning. And so when you don't receive it, it's doing something to me that I need to make you aware of. So I love that you guys are even in the early, the early stages of this marriage, like are having these types of conversations because it, it will make a difference down the road when someone, she comes home and repeats something else that someone told her. And you were like, I've been telling you this for months. And it's like, these are the types of things that you don't really experience right away, but I love that y'all are already talking like that, man. It's amazing. Well, it makes me think too, like you talked about how oftentimes God will partner you with someone who has a different love language than you, but I've met people and they have the same love language, but it's like there's a different dialect to it, Mm -hmm. right? So we could both be words of affirmation, but I want you to affirm me on these certain things, but this person's affirming you on something else. Mm -hmm. So there's still a level of like, you've got to, you've got to, you know, unearth yeah. like what does it actually mean for you? Because yeah. there's five love languages, but there's a billion people. You know what I mean? There's like, a million it's, roots yeah. to yeah. why. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think that also the other in on that topic, what I sometimes think about, and that I've learned in this past year, which I feel stupid that it took four, almost four years to realize this, that my wife does not exist in the world the same way I do. And therefore, I shouldn't. It's so unfair of me to expect her to respond to things that I would love in the same way. Yes. Whether whether it be nice or not, or convenient or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I've realized my own smallness and selfishness in that moment. Of well, if you told me, mm-hmm. I would. It would make my day. And if anyone else told me, it wouldn't matter. But that's me, not her. Right. Right. And that that points to my own selfishness not that's something wrong with me yeah and not her you you were so much further along than i was <laughs> month not one of me month one of marriage i was making all those mistakes all, all of those it, it, it was all about me it was i had never i never lived with a woman i had never you know closed the door and that was it you know what i mean like <laughs> we're not going home you, you get to stay <laughs> yeah. you know so it was like we just made all those mistakes like in this little 460 square foot apartment and like didn't know what to do with it. So I, I love hearing like the journey you and, and Jenny are already on, man. So cool. Yes. Hey, can we just sound off real quick? Like everybody, how long have you been married? Ooh. Oh, Sorry. 11 years. Yeah. Three years. Ooh, 20. Nice. Whoa. Two weeks and five days. Oh, Woo! Yeah, I wanted to hear it. And can I just say living with a woman is so much fun. <laughs> oh, we know how much you love living with a woman. <laughs> Nice. nice. Yeah, I think so. I step one: know your love language. Know the love language of your significant other. Yes. Right. Um, that'll solve so many problems mm-hmm. in the future. Just having that knowledge, and you go to their website. What is it? Five Love Languages dot com or something like that. Y'all can Google it and take the free test. Mm-hmm. Do it. Right. Step two is then trying to think through the lens of your partners, significant others, love language, and how you're going to make changes, right, to to really f- meet their need. Um, that's the other part of it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's huge. And then um, step three is like, like actually doing it. Yeah. So let's talk oh. about real quick, um, like, 
Let's break yeah. these down. When my wife gets on me, I'm going to be like, babe, I shot a podcast on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know how to do this. We just, yeah, okay. So we're going to start with, and we're going we're gonna to focus real quick. This is going to go quicker. Uh, the, like how we use these love languages to effectively communicate our care for others. Mm-hmm. So words of affirmation, how to do it, how not to do it. Thoughts? Be specific. Ooh, yes. Don't like that. Like, Joe, you're great, man. Yeah. Why am I great, Jess? Tell me why. Oh, Joe, we don't have enough time on this podcast to get into Oh, that. you sidestepped around <laughs> that. But yeah, that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my wife's thing, words of affirmation. So okay. I'm just trying to start with the small. Like, I see you. I know you. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for all the work that you do. Like, we just had a kid. And so all of the little things. Yeah. Consistency. How often do you do that? As often as I think about it. Do you? Or how often? Do you try to do it daily? I'm, I'm working on it, yeah, daily. Daily. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it is, it's a muscle I'm exercising because words of affirmation are nothing to me. Yeah. yeah. It, and that's a great way to put it. It's a muscle you got to exercise sure. because it's not something that you personally, it's, it doesn't come natural to you. Yeah. 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 My wife is a fantastic communicator, so she writes and she speaks really well. So it's, it, it the words carry weight. <laughs> words carry weight. So. Um, when I do like actually write a card or something like that, because I'm not a words of affirmation guy, like in the way I display love often, mm-hmm. it's like it, she saves them all. And like we were, we were taking a little marriage cause like one of the things you love about your husband is I love when he would write little notes for me and she saved them all since we were like 17 mm-hmm. because like, I don't do that very often. Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I would make these cards. I was like a just cheesy kid, but I was didn't have any money. So I would make yeah. my own cards and <laughs> when like, you're broke, you get creative. There you go, man. And I would, I would make these elaborate poems and like just be creative and do these things for her. And like she ups and downs, she's kept every single one of them. So just being really intentional about the words, you know, and, and, you know, yeah, yeah I, th- I, I think, knows. I think that's right on Mona. Mona has poems that I wrote her yeah. in college. What? Yeah. No, I know. Right. Yeah. The problem is the five girls before her have the same poem. So, so, you know, yeah, you know, once you learn a love language, cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. So efficiency, dude, I'm right. I realize like that's my wife's love language on our bookshelf. I have a little note that she framed that I wrote her when we were dating. Yeah. Like, uh, I carry so much weight. Why am I not doing this more often? Okay. And it's Gary Chapman's idea, like fill in the tank. Yeah. Like, yes. This is how you fill mm-hmm. the tank. Yep. So that when I do screw up, yep. if I do screw up. All right, gifts. Gifts. How do we how do we get this right? In my house, I, I don't. She's not a gift person. Hmm. And I want to show my love in gifts. I've been like creative. I've listened to specific things. I'm like, she's gonna love this, whatever it is, because I heard her mention it four months ago. And so I could present this to mm-hmm. her. And it ends up sitting in the back of her car. Cause yeah. I was like, I didn't thank you, but all right. Yeah, gifts is my jam. So let me chi- okay. chime in here. <laughs> this is how I do. Master I don't care about your yeah. words. I don't care about your touch. <laughs> I don't care about your quality time. Your service does help. Yeah. I do like that. I do appreciate the service, right? Yeah. But the gifts, <laughs> that's next level. Here's the thing. I'm a collector. We go through this argument every yeah. year. My wife is trying to buy something practical for me for birthdays and Christmas. I don't want anything practical yeah. because I am a collector. I love 80s vintage stuff. This isn't difficult. You can look around my house and you can see I have everything from He-Man to Star Wars to Transformers. If it was in the 80s and I don't own it yet, go to eBay, click buy, give it to me, and I love it. Nice. 
It's simple. I love shoes. It's simple. I love the Houston Rockets. It's simple. Just don't buy me something I already have because you're in my house and you know what I already have. And just buy it. And to me, the love in that is it pains her to buy it because she doesn't get it. Mm. She doesn't see it. She doesn't understand. She thinks it's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. And like, it's speaking to me. And I'm like, I am not hard to buy for. Yeah. I feel like I'm easy no, to buy easy. for. Thank you like, for affirming that, yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're real easy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 80s yeah. are trending. You just go to the back aisle at Target and yeah. just pick anything. Uh, or, or, go to, or go to any it's thrift hard. store and just say it's oh, from yeah. the 80s. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, sorta. Yeah, sorta. But but if you showed the time that you're like, I I put in time to think about what a gift would be that you would really like, um, then that's like a gift cards. No, you, you know, love like yeah, that. that's not that's the not opposite. that's do, not gifts. Do you give love away. like that as well. Like, do you give love like like the way you love to receive gifts, like specific gifts, well thought you out? Do you show love that way? Yeah, I. I I have in the earlier part of our marriage. That's almost all I did. Gotcha. Now I hardly ever, I hardly ever do gifts. Okay. So I still do acts of service, um, but I know for her, I got to plan dates, uh-huh. and not just for me. And I'm an introvert. I got to plan dates, and I got to plan what the hell I'm going to talk about on those dates. Because <laughs> oh. to Jess's point, that's the quality time, right? It's yep. it's not just being. It's not the presence. It's like. The quality of the time when you're present. Gotcha. It's the, it's the I, have, I have a fail story. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, we love some fails. Zoom in. Kyle loves like gift giving. That's like how he receives love. I hate gifts. Mm-hmm. I I get focused. I get like on a high horse materialism. I don't need crap filling my house. He, we're so poor, right? Beginning stages of marriage, like like dirt poor. That he just wanted to give me something nice. So he goes out and he buys a fossil watch for me. And it was like $150. I open it. I flip out. I ask him how much it costs. And I and I say we're going back to the mall to return uh, it. Oh. <laughs> the Abilene Mall. The yeah. Abilene Mall. Yeah. <laughs> With the old Navy. The Dillards and Abilene the, the Mall. The Chuck E. Cheese and the sales. Because all that I'm thinking about is like, we don't have money for this. I'm like so stressed out. And I look at his face and he looks completely defeated. Broken. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And it like and I had to sit on it for like hours. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I will wear this watch. But it almost like ruined the gift. Sure. Like I still mm. have the watch on me now and I'm like, oh, remember that time I did this? Because it was like every time I wore it, it was this reminder of like, does she actually Oh my God. This is so crazy. I have the same fossil story. Mona gets me a fossil watch and I open it and I say, what the hell? I don't wear, I don't wear watches. I haven't worn a watch in 20 years. And she says, she says to me, yeah, but that's why I thought you would want a watch because you don't have one. You need one. Well, if I thought I wanted a watch, I'd have been wearing a watch for the yeah, last few decades. Yeah. So we take it back, and she's pissed. Yeah. So now every time we pass by Fossil, I nudge her and say, hey, remember that time you tried to buy me a Fossil watch? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Excellent. Man. Okay, okay, so gifts for non-gift givers, like for Mona, for your yeah. wife, for mine, is it just small things? Like just consistent little small things that are inexpensive to say, hey, I'm thinking of oh, you. Can I, can I give you my mm. favorite Christmas gift to my wife so far? Huh. Yeah. For a person who does not like gifts, I gave her 24 hours by herself away from our two children and me for Christmas. Like I wrote a card, uh-huh. wrote the words, designed <laughs> it, drew the picture, purchased a, a hotel stay for her, 
and we just had a baby. He's almost one years old. Shout out, GJ. Um, <laughs> and she was like, this is the best gift you have ever given me. Fellas, take notes. I'm telling you. But she you just, were paying attention, though. Well, I yes. That took lots of observation. It and, was, and we've been staying up a long time, and she hasn't slept in like a year. So. Because I'm sure she like you could have easily gifted her like a night with you. But you knew she needed time by she herself. She needed by, just to be by herself. Yeah. To She loves journals and pens and stuff like that. She loves the words. Take your all of your gear and just go off somewhere. Yeah. And like don't even think about the kids. And she was like, this is the best gift you've ever yeah. given me. And I was I was pumped about it. You know? Let, let's skip. Let's go right. That's quality okay. time. Let's skip. Let's go right to quality time. We'll come back to access service because mm-hmm. I have a hack for quality time. Okay. All right. You can go on a date with somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's all right. But if you tell them in advance, in advance, in advance, yeah. that you're going to go on a, I want to take you on a date, it's all automatically more special. Because uh-huh. you, you're communicating, you thought about it in advance, yes. rather than it's Friday night, we ain't got nothing to do. Right. I want, you want to go on a date? You get a bite? Get so a bite? all, <laughs> fellas, all you need to do is think two days ahead, and that's going to score some extra points. That's true. Build that height. Yeah. It's you true. get two touches instead of one. Like, maybe that is true. I don't know. But like, you, you win when you say, I want to go on a date with you. That, yeah. that it gets them excited. And then you win when you actually go on the date. Yeah. Two yeah. for one. Yeah. And I feel like this is great. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can just share all my stuff on. I'm, I'm like free. We're gonna, we're gonna quality time. That. What else? What do you got? I, I will say. I have to speak from the quality time is my, it's, I think I had 11 out of 12 on that one on the, and it was no surprise to me, no surprise to Jenny, no surprise to even y'all, I think, mm-hmm. even you guys. Five minutes in front of anyone quality time with no phone, no, nothing on, the computer's closed, no one else around. Five minutes of that versus 30 minutes kind of interacting but on your phone some radios on five minutes that Mm -hmm. that could that those five minutes will give the other person at least i would say 16 hours to do whatever they want yeah because those five minutes will fill the tank up so quick yeah Uh, i love that tip it it's not about the length no it goes back to the quality It's yeah, not, it's literally not quantity. It's quality. Yeah, yeah. especially um, in the world we live in, where it's like we're so connected, like distraction-free, electronic-free, just time focused, eye to eye, staring oh. awkwardly. Yeah, All right. like we are it's never now. Awkward. That's true. <laughs> All right, acts of service. Was that pro you? tips? I, yeah, it's, it's my second. It's it's my wife. Just yeah. my Is it what? Somewhere on there. It's doing things without like her asking for it. Like if I come home and fold the clothes before she gets there and put mm-hmm. them away or you know I'm I'm doing mm-hmm. something that she's either not said usually that's when it's more powerful but without her anticipating it just coming home and like whoa when I think Thank also you. doing doing things in a way that makes it clear there's no need or expectation mm-hmm. for acknowledgement because yeah. mm-hmm. that that's not fully service. It, it's yep. nice to hear if your words of affirmation and you do an act of service mm-hmm. and thank you is nice. Yes. But I think especially in committed relationships, you kind of have to do away with that expectation and just yeah. flex that mm-hmm. muscle of I can do A or B, B serves the other. I'm mm-hmm. going to do B instead mm-hmm. of A. For sure. Yeah, I think this is one you can win twice on also. If you say, like, how can I show up for you? 
how can I serve you? How can I help you today? Mm-hmm. Like, I that, think you have to voice it because I'll say Kyle, Kyle loves to act like acts of service, but sometimes I'm like, you wash the dishes because like that's your job too. Like uh, it's not just my job <laughs> to wash dishes chore, and fold yeah. laundry. Like we're both adults and partners in this. But like one thing I've noticed is like for me, and this maybe goes beyond love languages, but it's like I do have to ask him to do those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, I was like getting upset. Like why did like I'm so busy like with all these things for this baby and like I'm always washing bottles mm. and pump parts. Mm. Homeboy washes bottles and pump parts every night when I put Maggie down to sleep now so it's like this it, we've agreed that mm-hmm. like that's the act of service that will most serve me and like make me feel loved yeah so there's yeah. gotta be like communication in it too i think yeah it's yeah. sometimes it takes away like the i don't know i'm doing this just because i thought of you no, I sometimes think it has great. to be very intentional yeah. yeah but i think the intentionality makes it mm-hmm. better exactly. like there i i'm the i'm very infant in the marriage thing but so for all you experienced people are there those things that you can do without necessarily asking about it, talking about it, but the things that you maybe at least communicate about can mean even more, even just that conversation with your partner about how can we work together as a team, as one, how can I serve you mm-hmm. in a way that propels you forward? Like, does that show the intentionality and show the fact that you are thinking about totally, yeah it, that. i think in every relationship there's things that i enjoy doing things that give me life like around the house and things that i hate doing <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. <laughs> sadly kayla and i both hate doing laundry <laughs> so there's a mound of it on our bed right now but like figuring nice. out you know what what is your part what does your person hate doing right can i help step into that and make it better yeah, and even when you do have to ask for it specifically like it also shows that you're listening which i think is a I don't know. It's not a love language, but it's, a, I think a way you show love is like, oh yeah, we talked about this. So this isn't a surprise. And I'm gonna act on yeah. It. yeah, I'm going to act on it because mm-hmm. we talked about this. So yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. key to like all five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to give that shows me you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Like Kyle hates going to the grocery store, like loathes it. But like on, when I'm busy and like I need to get to the grocery store, but I have too many things and he offers to go to the grocery store. I'm like, Boom. My husband freaking loves me because yes. I know how much he hates doing that, but he's gonna do it for me. Yeah, I'll give you my Instacart code, y'all. <laughs> oh my it's god, it's cheaper than counseling. Okay, so those of you that got the, we gotta hit the fifth one, physical touch. I don't know, I don't get it. So someone explain it to me, as if I was five. Well, I, you know, the thing, I guess from a marriage standpoint, like I think they're. As a husband, like when we, we had this conversation recently, like because it's such a big deal to me, um, when I'm not, it's not reciprocated back to me. It kind of feels, I feel like a, a disconnect, and so that's. I think that's one of the, the way I would explain it. Another way I've explained it to my wife, you know, she's she's got so much other stuff going on, and so um, there it isn't always like all the time, but when it's just like, hey, stop for a kiss or stop for a hug, it's like. For me, that just filled my love tank up because that's that's just what I needed in that moment. And so that that that's one of the big ones for me specifically. I can do all the other things. I like all the other things, but it's just like slowing down to and, and making me feel like it's not just me being needy, I guess you can say. But, you know, 11 years into this, sometimes I just got to ask, like, hey, baby, you know, I, mean, I love you. Um, can I get a hug? Can I get a kiss? But we're just, we're, especially with a fast-paced life, with two different, two children. I work in Austin. We live in San Antonio. Our lives are so fast-paced. Like slowing down for a, a you know, a kiss, a hug, holding hands, 
you know, snuggling, cuddling, the stuff you do when you're dating, um, just you kind of forget about it when you get busy. Mm-hmm. So for yeah. me, it's just like it just when it comes out of nowhere and it just lets me know that she's thinking about me. That's and that's that's how I look at it. Yeah. That's good. Unforeseen, a sloppy wet kiss. There you oh go. Lord! All right, finally. Like, I'm just gonna lay one on him. <laughs> so, we gotta wrap this up. Okay. This has been good. I, I feel like those listening owe us some money on this one because I would think if you listen to this podcast once, twice, three times, we saved you how much in counseling oh, fees? Man. I mean, yeah. the I time va- I can vouch for at least four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think we'll just split the difference. Y'all should donate two hundred dollars to the podcast so that we can keep this going and um and so and and this is going to flow into the next episode which you definitely want to listen to we're going to share some tips on v-day how to apply these love languages and knock this valentine's day out of the park so it's going to be good and zach's got like a hundred great ideas that i'm going to steal from so yeah yeah, it's very it's very romantic yes yes that's on a budget all right if it's on a budget then i got some tips for you <laughs> so gunner chess graylin thank you so much hey, thanks for having yeah, us you man. guys great 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 job so Love until that. next time for more free content from joe and his team of church misfits visit www.catalystcollective.community